0: On Boston Bruins Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. My name is Ian McLaren and I am the host of this daily Boston Bruins Podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now, to keep up with the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, I would suggest you subscribe to the show on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, wherever you get your podcasts. Each new episode will be automatically uploaded to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could please leave a rating and a review, specifically Apple users, that would be very much appreciated. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Boston Bruins. You can find me at Ian C. McLaren. And if you want to send longer form feedback, you can email me at LockedOnBostonBruins at gmail.com. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be joined by a guest, Uh, You may know her from Twitter at BSP underscore 13. It's Brianna Peer, and she's joining me to discuss, uh, you know, yeah, the Boston Bruins, how she got into hockey, Uh, also some Patriots talk in there near the end, and uh, a great chat with someone I've been meaning to have on the podcast for a while now. Before we get into that, I just wanted to talk about some news and notes from around the NHL. Let's be thankful today, friends, that we are not Buffalo Sabres fans. I would not wish that on anyone. And there are some huge sweeping changes that were made throughout the organization there yesterday. In case you missed it, they fired general manager Jason Botterill, replaced him with senior VP of business administration, Kevin Adams, who's a former NHLer. This came three weeks after Botterill received a vote of confidence. They also relieved assistant GMs, Randy Sexton and Steve Greeley fired the entire coaching staff of the AHL affiliate Rochester Americans, and also fired director of amateur scouting and reportedly 12 of their 21 scouts. So crazy times in Buffalo. The hilarious thing is that if right before the COVID-19 pause, Uh, The next game was supposed to be played between the Sabres and the Canadians. If the Sabres had won that game, they would actually be in the play-in round against the Pittsburgh Penguins instead of the Canadians. So they'd technically still be, you know, getting ready to play in the NHL's return to play plan. And so just the fact that they weren't able to play that one game, uh, you know, where if they were able to beat Montreal, that's... Not a guarantee, but um, I would say it's it's likely, probable, who knows. But uh, it's possible that they would have been one of the 24 teams still alive. Uh, the biggest knock on Botterell and Bruins fans can be quite upset at him for this, is the lopsided trade that involved Ryan O'Reilly uh, sent to the St. Louis Blues. Without that trade, it's likely that the... Blues are not in the Stanley Cup final last year, and the Bruins, you know, have a different uh, opponent and likely come out on top. So, screw you, Jason Botterill. I also wanted to mention some comments made by Bruins head coach Bruce Cassidy on a, a Zoom call hosted by NBC Sports Boston on Monday. Uh, Brianna and I, in our conversation here in a moment, get into how thankful we are that. Cassidy is the Bruins head coach and how great he is and he floated the idea of possibly resting players in the round robin. Guys won't really need rest per se at that point but um since those 3 games aren't particularly meaningful in the long term, they decide the seeding of course, but it's not uh an elimination type situation. So Uh, Cassidy said that he is thinking of resting players in the round robin. He said the first area we start with Tuka Rask is our guy. We're very confident in your Slav Halak, but Tuka is our playoff goaltender and he was going to start game one of the playoffs with all things being equal. But then he added, do our veterans need all three games to get to the top of their game? Even if they do, should we play them and risk injuries? There's a lot that goes into it. I think every team is probably going to have a little of the same approach in the round robin, and they're going to want to be at their best and healthiest in the playoffs. Would we like to win all three games? Of course, in a perfect world, I think with all teams, there's going to be some sort of preseason mentality worked in with how the lineups are constructed every game. But if the veteran players want to play every game, then I'm going to listen to them. It's their bodies, and they would know best. In the last game, in the third period, we're going to shut our eyes and hope nobody gets hurt in those situations. The Bruins will have the benefit of having some extra players on the roster, so maybe they'll sprinkle some of those guys in just to get them some game action if they are called upon in the playoffs. Uh, so interesting to think that Cassidy might not put out his optimal lineup for each of these three round robin games in order to secure the top seed that Should be rightfully theirs, but that's a topic for uh, a different day that we've already kind of broached. So, yeah, that's kind of the latest uh, with the Bruins, with uh, the unfortunate Sabres. And I uh, will now jump to our conversation with Brianna. It was a really good chat, and uh, I appreciate her jumping on. Follow her at Dsp underscore 13 if you're not already. Before we get to that, I just want to mention that if you are a car enthusiast, you need to check out RockAuto.com. They have all kinds of auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do it yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com, write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need at rockauto.com the first thing that i usually like to talk about when when people come on the podcast is kind of how you became a bruins fan or, or a hockey fan in general and uh kind of how how far that dates back and can, maybe your first memories of of the bruins things like that so how how did that all come about how did you become uh such a huge uh Bruins fan
1: um I don't really have like a crazy story I guess um my entire life my dad has been a Bruins fan so I just
0: okay
1: sort of was just like born into it yeah um and then when I was younger the city that I'm closest to back in Connecticut we had I I don't even remember what league they were but it was like bottom of the barrel like professional league um the Danbury trashers when I was a kid
0: trashers
1: and trashers yeah so the guy yeah. <laughs> the family that owned it owned a garbage company um oh,
0: cool.
1: and that was their mascot he was an angry trash can <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And I, the,
1: I went to one game when I was a kid for one of my friend's birthday parties and I ended up getting a beer spilled on me I was eight years old at this game and a whole beer just like dumped on me. Looking back now, it's pretty on brand for like when I go to hockey games now. But yeah, that's that's my first vivid memory of like how I became a hockey fan. Like I was at a game and I got a beer dumped on me. And like after that, I was just I was like, Yeah, the sport's pretty freaking cool.
0: Wow, that's crazy. I'm just looking at the the Danbury Trashers of the the United Hockey League. I've never even heard of that league before. Established in 2004. I've never even heard of the United Hockey League. <laughs> yeah. See, like, like
1: I told you, pro- like bottom, bottom tier. Yeah.
0: Were they like pro players? Were they paid, I guess, or what? I don't even know. Uh,
1: I think so. I, I highly doubt it was a lot, but.
0: Apparently, there were teams in Canada, too. Wow. That's crazy. That's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you've been a Bruins fan, I guess, ever since. And. um. I know we share a mutual love for uh, for Charlie Coyle. Uh, He's (laughs) he's definitely one of my favorite players on the Bruins uh, right now. I didn't I didn't know too much about him before he came to the Bruins, but uh, yeah. What what stands out to you about about Charlie Coyle? First of all, as we get into talking about kind of the current team,
1: um, I so I knew he was a Massachusetts kid. I knew he was a BU guy. Um, in terms of professionally i had known of him but obviously because he played in minnesota I never really paid attention um and then the whole trade went down and he wears number 13 which is my lucky number which gave me even more of a reason to be like nice. all in on this guy um <laughs> not that bad looking either for the ladies out there um, <laughs> but no i I, mean, it. I just I think he's just a grinder and like he, I think he plays the right way. Um, And uh, this year has been, I guess, his coming out party for Bruins fans. Like he definitely contributed last year in the cup run. Um, But I mean, he was just life out when games were still being played this year. So hopefully when all is said and done, we finally get hockey back. I mean, he hasn't lost a step, but he's just, he can do no wrong in my eyes. That's all.
0: Yeah, I was really happy when when they re-signed him for what is it, five or six years, and I think he's one of, if not like, the Bruins who is signed the furthest into the future. So obviously, Don Sweeney and Cam Neely really like him, and it it makes me wonder, you know what what it means for David Krejci's future with the Bruins and whether or not you know they see. Coyle as like the number two guy coming up. Um, but mm. yeah, I, I I really love his game and uh I'm looking back, I remember Bruins fans questioning, like, oh, we're giving up a promising young kid like Ryan Donato, or we're just getting Charlie Coyle, who hasn't really become like a star player like we thought he was. But looking back now, it's like there's no question <laughs> in my mind that Ryan Donato is very much worth uh, giving up on to to bring oh, a guy like Charlie Coyle, in. it's it's absolutely. not even a yeah. Like I still like Donato, but but Coyle is like a guy that you can maybe not build around, but he is a perfect kind of second second tier guy that is just so solid and seems like a great guy off the ice and in the locker room as well for sure. Yeah,
1: I have zero complaints if they want to make him. Yeah. Them- captain in the future when bergy's done and everybody all the old timers are done i mean that's kind of me i'll go find a yellow sea and i'll stitch it on my jersey myself
0: yeah yeah i wouldn't be like i I haven't even thought that far i know obviously bergeron is going to be the captain the moment char retires but even yeah down the road i could see coil coil being that guy for sure Mm -hmm. i was just i was just looking at the history of number 13 for the Bruins, I guess he's pretty much the only guy <laughs> in recent history to uh, kind of latch onto. There was Glenn Metropolit before him, Stanislav Chistov. Bill Guerin was number 13. I guess he was the, the next best number 13 in Bruins history, but there hasn't been a lot of guys to wear that number for you uh, lately anyways. It's a damn
1: good number. People think it's unlucky, but
0: yeah. Mine's number eight, so that will never be worn again by the Bruins. Uh, which is, you know, Cam Neely was my guy growing up for sure, and I, I'm really glad that he's still he's still around doing his thing with the Bruins. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm actually pretty impressed with what they've done over the last year or two. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah, he's he's got. Sure. He's got the uh the okay in my book. I wasn't for yeah. the first you know couple of years, but
0: same yeah. Like a lot of people shit on Sweeney for the the 2015 draft, and maybe rightfully so, although he wasn't really on the job for that long before that came about. But over the last few years, like uh, he and he has been everything that uh, the Bruins could have hoped for kind of in the post Peter Sheerley era I think yeah sure.
1: absolutely. Really
0: <laughs> yeah and even even hiring like a lot of people weren't sure about firing Claude Julian and bringing in Bruce Cassidy but that looks like a genius move too like
1: yeah absolutely Bruce Cassidy right is, move.
0: is so good yeah I don't know speaking of Cassidy like he doesn't really get a lot of love when I Coach of the Year talk. What? Why do you think that is? Do you think it's just because Boston's so good, or, or is um, it, it? seems like a bit of a chicken egg situation where.
1: I think it has a lot I to do with the way the team has performed um, since he's taken over. It's kind of like the Belichick thing. Like you could make a case for Belichick to be Coach of the Year every year. Um, obviously that's right. not gonna that's not gonna happen, but. Cassidy's record is like incredible since he took over and taking the team to the uh-huh. cup final last year, basically having it until, until they didn't. Yes. Um, and then this year, a hundred yeah. points at the beginning of March, like there is definitely the case for him to be coach of the year. But like I said, I mean, I feel like if his name was in the running every year, it kind of wouldn't be fair. Um, I still think this year he's deserving of it Yeah, just because of everything that happened last year and the way the team bounced back. Like you would expect there to be like a hangover. It's like you lose the championship and then you come back and you have a hundred points. Like that's ridiculous. Nobody expected that to happen. Um, So yeah, I mean, I think he's deserving of it this year. I can also understand everybody else's cases for the people that are, you know, nominated and, likely to win. Um maybe not Vignos. I don't know about that one. But
0: yeah, yeah, I don't know.
1: I think I think Butch has his case every year, so.
0: Let's talk for a moment about Built Bar. Built Bars, a product that I've been talking about on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast for a few weeks now, and quite frankly, I won't stop talking about them until everybody gets the message about these amazing tasting, healthy protein bars. They are quite honestly the best tasting protein bar ever. They come in eight chocolate nut free flavors, eight chocolate nut flavors. They're covered in 100% chocolate and soft, easy to chew. They're also great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. If you go to builtbar.com right now and use promo code locked on, you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, that's promo code locked on for $10 off your first order at builtbar.com. Was there anything else from this season that kind of stood out to you as uh, positives for the Bruins or things that? That you'll remember from this past regular season, apart from kind of the the early shutdown that derailed what was such a great season for them. I think there's so
1: many positives from the season that you could take away. Obviously, mm-hmm. pasta being number one. Yeah, dude was on an absolute hair. Like it's he deserved to hit fifty. Like this whole Corona yeah. thing kind of screwed him. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I feel like the only really complaint I have from this season, and this is kind of like champagne problems, is they could never really finish in regulation. Like, I felt like it was an overtime or a shootout game every other day. But, like I said, that's not really even a major problem because, again, look at their record. It didn't really make a difference. Um, Yeah. But, you know, the tandem of goalies were on top of it. I mean, obviously, they – won whatever award for save percentage goals allowed, whatever it was. Um, Mm -hmm. They're the best. They're the best one-two punch in the national hockey league when it comes to net protection. So yeah, like I said, champagne problems. I really don't have any real gripe with this team.
0: I guess the one thing that's a bit concerning with that is the, the fact that they have to play these, if hockey is able to come back they're, they have to play these three games against the, the capitals, flyers and lightning to decide the top seed and i guess those will be like regulation or sorry regular season rules for overtime so there's a real possibility that the number 1 seed might come down to the bruins having to play in a shootout for that which yeah. would be kind of not, uh kind of concerning fine. but yeah not at all it was kind of it's crazy to think that they went zero and seven in the shootout and were still a hundred point team in early yeah. March. If they could just if they get any of those wins, then like they'd be they'd be way ahead in terms of of the standings. I almost feel like this team is better better than last year. Do you do you get that sense yeah, too? Do you think they are?
1: I think so too. I think obviously you look at the first line like they can't get any better than they already are. Um, mm. And the fourth line last year was probably my favorite. I mean, I would I miss Achari. I would love to have him back. Um but I feel like mm-hmm. the team as a whole, there's more chemistry because they went it's basically the same team as last year. They all went through it together. They all kind of yeah. know what it felt like to be at the top of the mountain and then just fall right off. Um so I think I think that really helped this you know this push this year and they just they have fun like I you I don't think I've ever watched a team maybe aside from 2011 I don't I don't really know um that every single game like if they don't look like they're over tense or they're you know trying to force anything it just looks like they're you know they're having fun together playing together while also running over everybody in their past basically
0: yeah, for sure. What was your um take on the the new guys that came over before the deadline? Were you a, a fan of Kasha and, and Nick Ritchie in the limited games that you saw or did you want to see a bit more from them or what what kind of were you thinking about those two?
1: Um, I wasn't excited about Nick Richie just because of the name at first. Um <laughs> I was all in on brett Richie at the beginning of the season yeah. and like he did absolutely nothing. And I was like, all right, well, if one Richie can't do it, what makes you think the other can? Um, but no, I'm, like, I was pleasantly surprised <laughs> that he was actually, you know, willing to beat some faces in when he had to, unlike his brother, which that was pretty much the reason for bringing him on. Um, I thought he played well. Yeah. I thought Kasha would was the perfect addition to Krejci. Um, sucks that you didn't get to see mm-hmm. more of it because I thought when they were together it just it meshed like it went really well Yeah. Um, but again you know this whole whole season you never expected it to end how it did and then you don't know what yeah. it's going to be like when it comes back you obviously hope the team hasn't locked that chemistry being away from each other for so long and being off the ice for so long but I don't know like nobody can really predict what's going to happen but I was I was I was happy with the two editions midseason. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. What's your uh, What's your sense on hockey coming back or sports coming back in general? Do you think are you kind of optimistic about it, or do you think it's kind of still up in the air? How How confident Um, are you that we'll get to see the Bruins play again this year?
1: I'm pretty confident with the NHL. I feel like they have the best. I guess comeback plan you could call it um obviously baseball is Mm. in shambles right now so i won't even get into that basketball i understand what they're trying to do (laughs) but it's i don't i don't really know but i think hockey has the best return plan um with like the satellite cities and everything and i think the only real issue i have with that is the whole round robin thing but whatever that's a whole I just don't yeah. think the Bruins should have to play for seeding, which I guess if you look at it, it could be beneficial for them if they lose a game or two so they don't end up having to play Columbus if Columbus ends up beating Toronto. Um,
0: right, yeah.
1: But, I mean, I just I think that's really the only problem I have with it. Other than that, like I can't wait for it to come back. Um, I think football should be okay starting on time. I doubt there will be fans, but I think that their timeline is still intact um yeah so I, I feel like you know nhl and nfl have it right nba is kind of working on it and then mlb who the heck knows what's going on with that that's probably not even not even gonna happen
0: yeah doesn't look like it i guess just well i have you speaking of football i know obviously the Patriots went through a big change, uh, this, this, uh, off season. How are you feeling about the, uh, the Tom Brady departure and, and what, uh, I don't even know who's going to play quarterback for the Patriots this year.
1: <laughs> um, so I'm not happy about it. I have come to terms with it. Um, yeah. it was a really rough couple of days when it first happened. I won't lie. There were some tears. Um, but yeah, it looks like, all sides are pointing at it being Jarrett Siddhem's team now. So um I just you gotta hope the whole pandemic doesn't mess up training camp and stuff so they can get going when they're supposed to and try to get on the same page with basically a rookie quarterback. But I'm uh cautiously optimistic about okay. the Pats this year, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll see when uh I don't know. Doesn't football usually, they start having, like, camps and stuff in July, is it, or what? Yeah, they so start, it's usually, yeah. like,
1: the end of July.
0: So I guess there's still some time for them to, to get a plan in place to come back as well. Uh, I've always been asking people, too, kind of how they've been keeping busy these days without sports. Is there something you've been kind of watching or anything that you'd recommend for people to to kill some time during the this pandemic uh, as things continue to to go on like this
1: um i think i've watched everything there is to watch on netflix <laughs> within maybe the first month and a half of quarantine
0: oh gosh so i'm yeah.
1: kind of out on tv at the moment <laughs> just like i don't i don't know there's nothing else for me to watch um now that it's been nice and like Things are slowly starting to open up. I've been at the beach a lot.
0: Just nice.
1: trying to you know, get out of the house and do something, but also keep up with this social distancing thing. Um, yeah. I bought a guitar, tried to teach myself how to play that. That
0: didn't really work cool. out that well. No. But
1: no, Still, it's, uh, it's... it's a lot harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> um, and I get frustrated very easily when I don't yeah. get things right away. So that's, uh, <laughs> it's been collecting dust in the corner for a couple of weeks, but okay. just get, all I can really recommend just to keep everybody sane is just getting outside, enjoy the sunshine, go for a hike yeah. or walk by the water. Like there are things to do outside that will make your brain, you know, relax a little bit from being stuck inside four walls for the three months, three and a half months that we were.
0: For sure. Well, yeah, I just want to thank you again for taking some time to chat and where, where can people find you on, um, on Twitter and where can people find your, uh, your Patriot stuff as well?
1: Um, so for all the Bruin content, it is all at BFP underscore 13. Um, if you do not like sarcasm and cursed words, I don't suggest following me, but if you do like, welcome to the party. <laughs> who, who doesn't? <laughs> And then Patriots content is also on that page, but the main, all the good stuff I like to think um, is at Patriots FGSN, that's my work account um, for Fangirl Sports Network. And that's where I try to keep it mainly news, stats, a couple opinions here or there, but that's where I just like to keep people informed. So that's where that is. Um, If you want to follow both, that'd be great. Sure.
0: Very cool. Well, thanks again. Yes. Thanks again so much for for taking some time to chat and hopefully we do see some Bruins hockey uh, sometime soon. It's been cool to see some of the guys get on the ice recently and and they do come back soon. Uh we'll be sure to to connect again to talk about actual Bruins hockey and the and <laughs> the playoffs and things like that.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.